Hi, it's Pam. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast. So let's get to it. Let's podcast as always. Here we sit in March. It's still cloudy and very windy in the Palm Beaches. We went to the beach on Sunday and the sea was very, very, very angry. The wind was blowing so hard. I had a hat on and a long flowy skirt and it was hard to control all of that. I almost lost my hat. I did lose a hat one day at the Manatee Lagoon. It was one of my favorite hats. And it wasn't even a windy day, but this puff of wind came and took my hat. That was that. And what I hated the most was that I couldn't get it out of the out of the ocean. I couldn't get it out of the out of the water because I don't like to put anything in the water. Podcast today is sort of a mixed bag. <laughs> Who we? Where to begin? Where to begin? We had Pence and and uh, and uh, some other officials trying to to calm our fears about about coronavirus. It, it did nothing. Pence, he's like a speaking wax figure. He's it reminds me of being at Disney World or Disneyland when you go into where they have the presidents and you you're in this auditorium and they speak and they're robotic and that is Pence to me and I can't shake that every time I watch him but he and Trump have this bad habit it's like public speaking 101s one control your hand movements and your body movements they they say women are bad about moving their their arms and their hands when they when we speak and I suppose that's true but when you're the leader of the free world, and I use that loosely, control your hands. It's like these horrible accordion hands that go back and forth and back and forth, and like they're squeezing an, an accordion, a handheld accordion. It's really distracting. But Pence, to try to make you feel confident that things are going according to Hoyle, no, absolutely not. None of them do. I mean, you have the big controversy about Melania, you know, Melania, be best, Melania. In the midst of everything, the horrible tornado that that took lives in Tennessee, coronavirus, stock market, everything is is, uh, in turmoil a little bit. She tweets out that she's happy with the progress of the Tennis Pavilion. Now, I believe they have torn up a basketball court that Obama used to build a tennis pavilion. So many questions popping in my mind. What what the hell is a tennis pavilion? A tennis court? I get. How much money are they spending on a pavilion? What does that even mean? And who will be using the pavilion? How does this benefit taxpayers? But the the, the, the really funniest part of it was how she got defensive when people called her out in the midst of everything going on, how she could be tweeting out about, and she's there in a hard hat in the photo looking ridiculous, about a tennis pavilion. It just shows the huge, huge disconnect between the real world and what's going on at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But she really got slammed for it. And she she took offense to that. Instead of saying, you know, I realized I was insensitive. And while this is something we're, we're hoping will benefit 
children that can come to the White House and have tournaments and explain away the tennis pavilion and why it's important to use taxpayer money for that. She didn't. She encouraged people to do things in their own community instead of being negative about that. Honey, the White House is our community. It's our house. It's the house of the people. And it just it, it just reminded me of people that on any level, no matter how high or low you go, how they take on the roles of leadership, and I again use that term loosely, in various ways. Take, for example, our little condominium community. We have a little over a hundred units here, so it's not a huge community. But we have a, a, a president of the condominium association that is has no concept of how to deal with people. He has no concept of communication, how to communicate with the community. Living in a single-family dwelling is so different than living in a condominium community. He acts like it is an irritation to him to have to communicate. Now, not everyone has great communication skills. This is true. Many people really flat out don't know how to communicate, and they do a very poor job of it. And that's kind of what goes on at the White House. It's it's like uh, telling people that are wondering about taxpayer money for the tennis pavilion to tell them to go work in their own community and stop being negative. It's a valid question about building a tennis pavilion. And first of all, if Trump has ever set foot on a tennis pavilion, I'll eat a tennis racket for dinner tonight. I, I, you know, build it for Barron. Just go ahead and say that's what you're doing so Barron and his friends can play tennis. But but back to the COA, uh, the, the president of our association in a meeting has, when people question anything, uh, he gets on a little bit of a high horse. And recently we have a, we have, a, we live, we face the water. And there is a, what we call the point. It's this wa- this little bit of land that goes on into the water. What they're concerned about is erosion. There's a lot of talk about beach erosion in South Florida and erosion. And so as the salt water continues to eat away uh, at this these areas, there is a, an erosion problem. And basically how the the association always deflects on what should we do down there as far as landscaping in this is that, well, it's the Corps of Engineers. So anyway, we had some uh, some people out doing a survey and they left, you know, those survey sticks where they put the orange, you know, the little orange uh, tape on it and they kind of flap in the breeze. Well, he, he put out a communication. People are asking about the stakes. The, <laughs> the stakes and Gary and I had to laugh because, yeah, because you owe it to the community to tell people what those are and what that means. It's it's the right. Uh, we already knew because we were one of the people asking, and we always will ask. But it's the it, it's this power thing. It's like suddenly it's it's my association. It's 
It's not the people of the community. I will tell you what I want you to know when I want you to know it. Why do people do that? And it's just a sign of a really good leader. People that excel at communication. People that give credit to other people for jobs well done. We just don't see much of that. We, we really, really don't see much of that anywhere right now. It's, it's such the <laughs> me, me, me kind of thing. Uh, but people will continue to ask. And the association owes it to people. And the White House owes it to people to talk about this tennis pavilion in the middle of a very, very serious stock market crisis and um, possible pandemic. We want answers. You owe it to the people. So hope people are happy with, uh, with what's going on that have praised uh, the stock market, the stock market, to the exclusion of anything else that's right or wrong in the world. But hey, let's talk about a cleaning hack I didn't know about. I know that you can use dryer sheets to clean stubborn stains off of pots and pans. You you can use ketchup for that as well. Ketchup is a is a good cleaning uh, cleaning tool. Dryer sheets work great. You place them in like a pan that has something burned on it and and then you add water and let it sit for about 15 minutes, and it really does help. So does the liquid. I don't use liquid anymore. I use pods uh, in both my dishwasher and my uh, in my washing machine. So I don't have the liquid kind of detergent. But you can use the liquid detergent for a dishwasher as a cleaning tool for stubborn stains in pans, burned on stains. But what I didn't know is, or if I did, I'd forgotten it, Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid is a great cleaner for, drumroll please, your toilet bowl. Yeah, I didn't know that. I even had Kool-Aid since I was a kid. I loved it, actually. I loved it. I, a few years ago, Gary said, yeah, I loved Kool-Aid. My mother made it with, with you know, sugar, like two cups of sugar. I said, Gary, there's no way that your mother made Kool-Aid with two cups of sugar. One little packet and two cups of sugar? No way. He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's two cups of sugar. And Gary's mom was still alive at the time, and he checked in with her, and no, she didn't. <laughs> he was wrong. Oh, you hate it when you're wrong, don't you, and things like that. You're so sure you have this memory of your childhood, right? And then, no, no, it really wasn't that way. But my mom uh, bought the little Kool-Aid pitcher that looked like a had the frosted face on it with the light, as though you had drawn the, the the smiley face into the the condensation on the pitcher and the little and the little cups that went with it. I loved it, but I haven't been able to even think about Kool-Aid since I was about nine. And let's not talk about how long ago that was, but it is a great toilet bowl cleaner. So I'm not even sure where Kool-Aid is or where you know where you can buy it to tell you the truth but if you have stubborn toilet bowl stains dry kool-aid you know it works and the run on toilet paper continues had some conversations online last night with people it's getting kind of funny and and i hope that i'm not missing something about this craziness about toilet paper and the coronavirus and i guess it's just that people don't want to go out and so they're stacking up on toilet paper. Um, I don't know. It uh, it continues as we follow along with where we're where we're gonna go.
with all this serious stuff in the world right now. That's why I like to keep my podcast fun and funny, if at all possible. Speaking of fun and funny, go visit us on YouTube. We have a channel there, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Also online, visit our website. Gary keeps it fun and interesting over there. I need to go check it out myself today to see what's up. He put up a new banner photo of me holding my hat in the wind on Sunday at the ocean because it fits the weather right now. Write to me if you want to at pamintheh 561 at gmail.com. I will get back to you. If you want to catch up with me on social media, write me. I'll tell you how to find me the easiest way or I'll find you. I appreciate you for being here. I really mean that. Thanks for listening. Stay with me.